What's up, guys? We are on episode 28, and I am not the voice you normally hear at the beginning of an episode. Um, this is because Starlet is unavailable for this episode, and instead, I have my lesbian husband. Uh, hello, my name is Scott, um, and I do apologise, this will be the most scuffed podcast you'll listen to. Um, <laughs> everything previous would have been crisp quality, uh, you would have had a bit of England and a bit of America, uh, but unfortunately, Amber looked around and saw whatever was available, and uh, here I am. Yeah. Um, and why am I here? Um, so we are kind of going along the idea that it would be really good to hear what you have thought of Crave in your listen of the audiobook so far. Yeah, yeah. It's not targeted for It's you. not, it's not. <laughs> but there's always, it's... Uh, my my wife likes the thing. Uh, she really likes it. Uh, so much so she does a podcast every week. And last month, I would say maybe February, I, I thought, you know, I'll give it a listen. I'll, mm-hmm. I will see. Because I used to listen to your podcast. I had never, because I knew you did the podcast and you won't get many listens. I was like, I will be the supportive husband. <laughs> um, and I'd listen to them and, and, you know, get your whole views and everything. That was mm-hmm. one view. Yes. Um, and that's how I consumed the story. And so there was some stuff when I've listened to it. I'm not even the whole way through the first book, I would say. You've picked up on a lot. Yeah. Like when I got caught, it's like I walked That's all the way to town, yeah. waited, and it wasn't even available. Mm-hmm. And then I came back and I was in such a grump. That is... And I was reading on the Kindle and I was just very exasperated, making noises like... Yeah, that's how I've consumed the series of Crave is via my wife being angry at certain things. And you'll just be like, oh my God, I can't believe this thing happened. And this person does this and the this is God this. damn tea. I knew it. Yeah. Well, don't spoil the tea because I don't know don't much spoil about the tea. The tea. I, I know that there's tea involved, but there's nothing that comes from it. And well, I there's hope got it to be tea involved. It does because it just kind of got ignored. Yes. As far as I'm. So it's a very I, subtle red herring. Yeah. I better say where I am. I know, like you said before, I am consuming this slightly different than you. You, yes. you listen to, uh, I'll start again. You read the books. I uh, do. And yeah. I cannot, I, I, I cannot absorb information like you can. No. In, in, not in the same way at all. Oh, because I'm listening to it. Because you're listening to it, but you can also be doing other things whilst you're listening to it. I think I could probably listen to it, but like in that, primary school thing with the headphones sat at the recorder yeah. only listening to the the tape cassette yeah and I, reading along with the book yeah. as well i do you one better i need subtitles i can do you one better <laughs> i um i listen to it at like 1.5 speed um, faster yeah yeah I, re- I, re- I listen to it a little bit faster i can th- so i'm listening to the audiobook and i think the audiobook is about 15 hours and yes is I'm, that I'm, normal is that standard okay. 15 hours uh yes um I want to say, I think the first Harry Potter book was like nine, but that's quite a small book. Um, and then you get somewhere like The Order of the Phoenix, which is like 38 hours or something. It was really long. So when you're listening to it faster, does it actually then up the... <laughs> up the? Well, the thing is, it's not a radio play, pitch. is it? It's not a radio... No, it doesn't do the pitch. <laughs> no, 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 it's not like that. It's not like that. But yeah, it's not like a radio play or a song where it has to follow um, like a fluid like motion. Um, it's just information. So yeah, I can I can consume no, what I need to. I can't I can do that. Do, I can. No, yeah. I can't. It's I great. It's great. Now there is a, there is a downside to this because there was a scene that comes up where I, I'll talk about it later. I'll talk mm-hmm. about it later. I've got some issues with some names. <laughs> <There's> some issues. <laughs> I got some issues with some names. Um, so yeah, I'm listening to the audiobooks and I am up to. Uh, let's put it this way. 
Grace hasn't even started bloody lessons yet. She's, <laughs> she never does. She, does she in, not? I, I, I think, in Spoilers. fact, she, she, she maybe does like three she's, classes. She's had her breakfast. She's had her breakfast. Uh, what does she have a breakfast? <laughs> pop tarts. Like yeah. she always had yeah. fucking pop tarts. <laughs> I'm like, what is your diet, love? She's eating waffles in the middle of Alaska as well. Like she's, <laughs> yeah. she's not getting any sunshine. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got and some, she's eating pop tarts. I got, I got some um, technical issues with with Alaska as well. Like they, everyone seems to be using like Netflix and Wi-Fi, and yeah. so does the school have its own Wi-Fi? I don't know. They, they, they seem to have this their own sort of supernatural search engine as well that never gets referenced again it's just oh yes oh, yeah I've, I've loaded the computer up with yeah. the search engine for the um supernatural they just call it version. search engine yeah and i'm really disappointed that we didn't get like a pun or something well why don't you something i don't know like a just use the word google they use netflix they use actual songs they mm. use the real world things I oh, know, mm. that's, um. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got that. I, and I wonder what the data would be like. The data would be like on. Bad. But she seems think, to be having a great time. Yeah, she's, she's always managing to FaceTime. Text yeah. people outside of classes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so she's, she's just had her breakfast and she, I think she's going to her first lesson, which is. Oh, she, I thought you said she was going for a walk. No, no, she's done, no, no. I, done so I've done two stints of listening. Okay. Uh, first one, she got to the point where she went for a walk. Mm-hmm. Outside. Um, she went for a walk outside. Not the creepy walk around the castle at night that you should never, ever, ever do. No. <laughs> no, not that one. Okay. No. See, I don't want to, I don't want to criticize this book too much because there's a lot of people with your lovely listeners. They love this book. Well, and... the thing is, it's not catered for <laughs> you. It's, it's, it's a very targeted book for mm-hmm. teenagers. And it's just the kind of fiction that I grew up with, so therefore it's really easy for me to digest. That's that's what I want to ask you, actually, is how do you feel about me listening to it? Like, knowing, knowing, you know that I know that you love this book. How do you feel knowing that I'm listening to it? Um, Are you embarrassed? Slightly. (laughs) Slightly. Because it's a very, and again, I don't want to, I don't want to insult (laughs) the book at all, because Mm -hmm. it's also graces of, evolution as a character she's mm-hmm. growing up mm-hmm. she goes from quite a immature young adult mm-hmm. to basically ready to leave school and go to the world yeah and she uses af a lot she does use af a lot. um and it, which the is way great. <laughs> which is great on the audiobook because yeah. uh, it's just like oh that was scary af scary af that was that was yeah oh. that was creepy af <laughs> So yeah, the way the way that I would be reading it, I I was rolling my eyes a lot. Mm-hmm. But it is exactly how teenagers speak. They yeah. pick up, a, they coin a phrase, like your friend Lee with Tourette's. Mm-hmm. He'll pick up a phrase, mm-hmm. and then it just becomes his entire language for that month. It does, yeah. and it's because it's that's how culture evolves. That's how teenagers actually drive culture way more than anyone else. And you use terms that I've never even heard of. Um, like you say that things are clutch. So if something's clutch. I had no idea what on earth you were talking oh, about. Oh, if you're coming in clutch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was wondering what you mean then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because you game, I and game. you're talking with your friends online, <laughs> Yeah. and you are referring to those things. That is your culture. Yeah. So I'm wondering whether that's just what Americans oh. say. Oh, I see. Because it, that's not something that we say oh, as you... Brits a lot, is it? The AF. The AF. No. no. Well, you came in clutch with that analysis. Thanks. There you go. Thanks. Um, Still don't know what it is. <laughs> it just, it, no, it just means you've, I don't know why clutch either. Yeah, it just means you've done something like out of the blue, like, wow, you've saved it. 
Uh, you, oh, you came in clutch. Oh, you came in clutch because you changed gear. Yes, that is exactly where it came from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which as Brits, we understand. Yeah. We don't have very many man, uh, yeah. automatic cars. <laughs> we change gear. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I do have other ways that I've consumed this, other than hearing you listen to it and uh, listening to your audiobook, and obviously when we went to America. Um, and I, me and Sala Marco Polo about it all the time. You do use Marco Polo to, to message each other a lot about it. Um, but also when we went to America, um, I was happily uh, being in the living room, and uh, I just hear, uh, just from the distance, like, Scott! Scott! <laughs> Hello! Hello! <laughs> and so I go down to the basement and, uh, and you want me to do Hudson lines. Now I have no idea who Hudson is. I still haven't met Hudson in the book. Um, but I can tell you what I know about him. I know that he's British mm-hmm. and that he's Jackson's brother. Mm-hmm. But Jackson's not British? No. So how does they, that happen? They both, um, were born in London. So why is Jackson not British? Their parents didn't split up they're still together for some reason but i think they went their separate ways so jackson grew up like lindsay lohan's parent trap yes okay yeah, so he that looks like australian was it, is it australian <laughs> what is australian what Who? is parent trap parent trap yeah uh, one lindsay lohan is in london and one lindsay lohan is in some somewhere else oh she's in america somewhere see when lindsay, when, when lindsay lohan tries to do a british accent it does sound yeah. Quite Australian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they, they grew up different in different cultures, so therefore Hudson sounds more British when he's angry, especially. Okay. Does it get addressed? Yes. Okay. okay. Um, Grace asks because she's a bit confused by it as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she finds out that they actually grew up separately. Okay. And that probably is why they that, don't enjoy each other's company. That leads me to the next thing, the, uh, the other way I've consumed... Uh, the Crave series um, is during one of the ASMRs that Starla puts together um, <laughs> for the laundry I forgot, room. I forgot about that. Uh, I didn't. Um, <laughs> so I had to read some Hudson lines. Mm-hmm. So I've read Hudson lines twice. I am the voice of Hudson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, as far as I'm aware, no one else has voiced him. Nope. Um, but yeah, I didn't know what he sounded like. You just said British. So I think I went a little bit too posh. You went very soft spoken. And then when Starla was doing her parts, yeah. she said that she sounds like an annoying American girl. <laughs> and it was like, she, oh, she sounds, she like sounds a little bit like a salt. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how I read it. Cause I, I had not read any of the books at that point and the way it reads now we're talking about um you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to tell me otherwise i'm gonna start naming fake books the second book the second book is Crush. called clutch it's called clutch clutch the second book is called clutch <laughs> and in clutch on chapter 54 i think did you make that up no okay no, I just remember being very excited because it was very similar to Chapter 55, which is in the Court of Mr. Fury. Chapter 55 is the one where they actually managed to actually get to that scene. I will take your word for it. But there, <laughs> there, it is the laundry room scene. Yes. And now, from that... Which is everyone's favourite. Is it really? Everyone's favourite. Oh. So uh, there is a recording out there of um, Starla and I uh, yep. reenacting that. and. And he came across like quite quite a creep there. He is. Yeah. He is. He's he is putting out a front that he is um referred to as sardonic, sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Um and essentially he has fallen completely in love with Grace. Okay. She fell in love with him. Okay. She woke up after four months and she doesn't remember anything. Okay. 
And he comes back and she's still in love with Jackson. Okay. And he... Hudson went to sleep for four months. They got trapped together. Grace and Hudson got trapped trapped together. Yes. um, In her gargoyle. We'll get to that in a sec. Yes. Yes. Um, And we actually find out that time moves a lot differently within the gargoyle as well. So it wasn't just four months that they were together. Okay. Um, And when she manages to actually come out of her gargoyle, she doesn't remember anything. And so she just continues with her day as if she hadn't. And um, Hudson's Mm -hmm. just stuck in her head, Mm -hmm. realizing that she doesn't remember anything that happened and that she's still in love with his brother. Okay. Um, So when he comes out, he's very sarcastic. He's very mean to her. Okay. And it's because he's trying to give her a reason to hate him so that he's not. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. I will will get to that at some point when I keep reading. Mm. Um, But yeah, so from that chapter, I know that uh, he's in her head. Yes. Um, And yeah, I didn't really know how to do that accent. I just sort of, I think I did quite a British accent, but not... A little bit, um. Not quite David Attenborough. No, I wasn't accommodating like this. And here we have. And here we have a stupid woman who doesn't know anything. And in it the seems laundry to, room. She seems to not know how to make a snowboard. Like a <laughs> bloody idiot. Yes. So, um, no, I, I can't remember what I did, but, um, I'll have to go back up. Ever needed to do it again. But now, then again, in, with research today, knowing this morning, when uh, we knew the style I wasn't going to be doing the podcast, mm-hmm. we were discussing it, and I, th- I thought, right, I'll, put, I'll do my dues. This my is all in. Scott's idea, by the way, guys. Was it? This yeah. is all. Is this is all his now, idea. We could talk about it for a little <laughs> bit, though, but it was more of a. Uh, I didn't uh, force him. No, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it was more of a case of we we had discussed me doing a podcast before, um, but where I hadn't read the books, and you were going to ask me questions. Yep. Having never read it, which is always a fun game. Just like what you had learned through osmosis of yeah. being in the same room at some yeah. point with me that I spoke about it. Yeah. So, um, no, I thought today I'll do my research. I'd already started the book, so I read a little bit more. Um, so I had got from today, I read from, I read, even though it was the other book, we'll get there. Um, the, <laughs> well, we went from the walk, where she actually, she actually, uh, bumps into, uh, Jackson and Tea Lady. Leah. Tea Lady. Um, Tea Lady. The Tea Lady. Um, and then we finished at um, going to her first lesson. Which Finally. Was, which maybe she doesn't. I don't even know if she didn't get there. Um, yeah, so I did my research there. Uh, and then I also listened to last week's podcast, which mm-hmm. I haven't been listening to. Although I did, I don't listen to him now because I'm now Sacrilege. reading the book. I'm Sacrilege. now reading the book. And it spoils for me. It spoils for me. But it, yeah. does, it doesn't matter too much. It's not the end of the world. Are you invested? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, it's... Um, so, if I'm honest, I wasn't invested in the first book. Yeah. At all. Okay. Um, it was only through the social media where I had seen that Hudson existed and I was intrigued, like, who is this Hudson? That would be a very interesting question because you, you and Starla both have the same opinion that the first book is not that great. So, I'd be interested to, to hear from your listeners what made them get hooked. Because if the first book is considered not that great, what is it? Was it... Um, Jackson. Was- Jackson. It's Jackson. If, if we did a poll, yeah, I'm going to say 80% of people love Hudson, 100%, and there okay. are 20% of them that are still very much Team Jackson. Okay. Doesn't matter that Hudson is amazing. Okay. And that does everything. Well, I haven't met that team yet. No, but everybody loves the way that Jackson is around her. Uh-huh. Um, but for me and Starla, who are, are a bit more 
wise to the world. Mm-hmm. We've gone through those bad relationships mm-hmm. and we've been with those men that are a bit like Jackson yeah. and that they, they pigeonhole you. They put you into this box and that you're not allowed to stray from that box. Yeah, we we got we got issues with Jackson. We, we got some issues with Jackson. Um, I I did write some notes um, down. Uh, what I had down uh, for Jackson is, bitch, leave Jackson alone. Avoid. How stupid are you? Why is everyone okay with this psychotic kid? Um, that's what I have down as my notes. He killed Jackson. his brother. I didn't. Get, s- I I didn't even get that far. But there's one thing where uh, she walks to her class and he's taken. He's going with her and then. She's like, this can't be right because lesson starts in three minutes and nobody's here. And he's like, yeah, because everyone avoids me. Everyone avoids me. They're just waiting for me to, you know, leave or sit down. (laughs) Like, what a prick! Like, fuck (laughs) off! Why is why we why we came with this kid? Like, send him home. Yep. He killed his brother and then went back to school. Public knowledge. Yeah. Like everyone knows this. Yep. In the the next couple of chapters, you find out that he killed his brother because his brother was all out evil and was going to murder the world. Yeah. But then went back to school the next day. Yeah, see... I got issues with him. (laughs) Just like from the first meeting with the chessboard. And that's... uh, Just leave leave him, love. Leave him. So you you have actually got theories about the chessboard. Well, yeah, I did. Um, They were were fresh when I had listened to the first one. Um, but I, I can't fully remember it now. But it did feel like the, Encounters? the, the whole story, the encounters, was like a game of chess. Mm-hmm. And which you, you play? Which what? Which you play? Which I, which I have played. Yes, I wouldn't say I play. Um, he goes down to the park and do. sits down on the do. little tables. I do and play old men at uh, public <laughs> chess tables. I do the, the little clock. Yeah. <laughs> I bring Check. my own, I bring my own clock. Um, <laughs> No, I don't. But it is. Um, it's there's an encounter with I can't remember his name. That you've thrown, you've put me on the Mark spot here. Mark and Quinn. Mark and Quinn, and they're like trying to corner. See, her. I need to go. I need to even go further back. Why is okay with this rape culture in this school? Why is everyone okay with this? Mm, yeah, they approach if very I, very innocent, naive girls. If I was, if in our first meeting, which is very public on in this podcast, <laughs> if garlic mushrooms, garlic mushroom, if I had walked <laughs> up to you and just got right up in your business and put my finger on your chin and made you look at me and go, mm, I can smell you're different. Mm, yes, and then start like, but foreshadow it. There's so many things I need to talk about. The, yeah, we've we've got issues. This this the, the two guys that are happily to just take this girl and throw her out and kill her or. Just the whole Jackson thing, and then Flint. Yes, well done. That's another issue I have. The guy that carried her up the stairs. Flint, Finn. Oh, I know. Too yeah, similar. Yeah. yeah, we do that. We say Uncle I'm, Finn. Uncle I'm Finn listening. <laughs> I'm listening at 1.5 speed. There is a scene where she wakes up at 7 a.m. or something, and Flint turns up. Uh-huh. Flint turns up yep. and is like coming in to check on her. It might be like the day after the snowball fight or something. I can't remember. And he comes in and just like, oh no, it's the day after the party because he goes, hey, looking nice, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, he's uh, suave. Yeah, yeah. And he just walks in, waltzes in, kisses her on the cheek. Mm-hmm. And the miss is like, oh my God, he's kissing her on the cheek. And then he leaves. And then literally two seconds later, Ben. Mm-hmm. Finn comes in, who's the uncle, who I, I, we got issues with him as well. He's a terrible headmaster. He's a terrible headmaster. What, what is going he on? He doesn't here? make anybody go to classes. No. There's exams all the time. Apparently. And he also lets kids go back to school 
like within a week of murdering <laughs> someone or at least attempting to murder someone. Anyway, so Finn comes in, he's now kissing <laughs> her on the forehead. Yeah. Um, she's getting lots of kisses. Yeah, from F people. And I didn't realise, because... F people. Because I'm listening a little bit faster than normal when I'm doing things. I'm, like, shuffling over here, and mm-hmm. doing, you know, doing my business. And um, and now there's just F people kissing her on the face and everything. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going. We went on a tangent. Rape culture. Rape culture. This school is absolutely <laughs> all about rape. That's why we're going to get innocent little girls to come to this school. Yes. Take them far away in an isolated castle. Where she can't even go outside without her dying. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, this guy like corners her against the chessboard and she's like <gasps> chessboard that's where we were chessboard chessboard we needed to really told you this was going to be scuffed we needed to lay out everything this is what me and Stana do all the time everyone can definitely confirm that we just go off on tangents <laughs> we've been going for 20 minutes and yeah. I don't, we haven't said anything yes we have no, I can see the waveforms yes, but I don't think have. we've actually said anything <laughs> yeah so uh, chessboard mm-hmm. yeah it feels like every interaction is like a like a maneuver in chess um and she is like the, the i'm gonna say the king which is like the most valuable piece you you maneuver pieces around it to protect it uh-huh. um and it felt like quinn yeah which is way too similar to finn which is way too similar to flint <laughs> like come on love right the, sorry sorry tracy sorry love um yeah, come on, make some new names. So we find out through a lot of the interviews with Tracy Wolf yes. that she got approached by the publishing company to mm-hmm. write a vampire romance fiction. What did she write before? She wrote erotic fiction. Okay, I, I, I definitely get those vibes. I don't necessarily think that they were supernatural. I haven't actually read any of her other work. It is on my to-do list. Yeah. Um, this does she... feel quite softcore. Me... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and... She got really, really into it, but I think that she wrote the first book not realising how far it was going to go and how much she was going to get this invested. The, this is Crave. This is Crave. Yeah. So she wrote Crave not realising that she loved the storyline, she loved the characters within it, and then she wanted to develop them more. Interesting. So Crave was a good book yes. for teenagers. We go into Crush and then we start to actually well, yeah, develop yeah we don't start developing the characters and things like that mm-hmm. um i kind of relate it to um almost like a pilot episode mm-hmm. it's not quite a first book it's a pilot episode where you get to get understand the world understand the storyline and know where they are the set the scene and then crush starts the actual story okay um it is a little bit sad that mm-hmm. it is nine hours how how long was your audiobook? My audiobook? Yeah. Uh, it's in three parts that are about five hours each, so we're looking about 15, 15 hours. hours. Yeah. 15 hours of content. Mm-hmm. I reckon that we probably could have condensed them down to about four. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's okay. a very, very short thing. Like it, it all That whole book <coughs> mm-hmm. happens in the space of a week. Yeah. No, I got that. I got that. It's very... Um, for foreshadowing, it's very on the nose. Yes, it really, really is. I tell you what, I don't know how stupid this bitch can be. Yes, you know, she is really not very obvious at all. She's... Here's, here's what I have. Here's what I have down. Uh, Grayson Jackson's text conversation, Ari, the jokes. Yes. You remember the jokes? Yes, the bad jokes. Um, so I, I, I the, the joke was, um, well, basically uh, my summary is that Jackson is either a vampire or a snowman. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, and then literally He's maybe, a snowman. A f- maybe a few paragraphs later uh, center twilight uh, this is beyond foreshadowing <laughs> that's what i have down but it's for it's for teenagers who are just getting started into actually adult fiction so they don't actually know what foreshadowing is when you're a kid mm-hmm. 
you're not reading things going hang on a minute mm-hmm. this is this is putting into something this is going to to relate to something else in the future you don't really understand red herrings you don't understand foreshadowing mm-hmm. um and then when you're a teenager you are just getting so it does need to be slightly more obvious than it would in in a yeah. in an actual novel uh, snowball fight uh, another foreshad- for I've, I've got fingers up here foreshadowing uh, why don't you join us uh, and make a bigger arsenal and uh, Flint mm-hmm. says uh, that's what I thought I was doing and then my note was I get it everyone wants to infect the new girl for their special race yes that's what I have oh, I- <laughs> yeah yep so did you kind of get the foreshadowing that Grace wasn't quite human I don't think Grace is a human Mm-hmm. I don't think she's existing. I don't think she's existed beyond six months ago. Um, she seems to be missing a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I have no theories on that at the moment. I'm not giving she's, you any, any. No, no. She seems to spoilers. not know anything. She can't pick up social cues. Yep. Um, and how can you not make a snowball? I don't know. I don't know how you can't make a snowball. I don't know. Yeah. But then we didn't grow up in San Diego. <clears throat> I mean, it is, I suppose it is pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but kids make, like, mounds of dirt. And, sandcastles. And sandcastles. I can mould earth. <laughs> <laughs> I have the ability to bend matter. And time. And I can bend time as well. Mm-hmm. I don't talk about it much, but I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, she's just a, an idiot. <laughs> That's what I'm getting so far. Why does she have to be dizzy? Why can't she be smart? Well, we find out that a little bit later. And I, I do feel like it, the, the... I don't know how many clans there are i haven't been there's told about four that. factions okay um in the party there's, here's what i'll tell you i know okay i know of an order yes maybe yes or is the order not quite a group the because order is like the snowball, a friendship circle on the snowball fight they're the the quote-unquote order are there but not everybody in the black she says it looks like everybody from the school is here except all the people wearing black mm-hmm. oh but there's the order mm-hmm. um so i'm assuming they're not quite the same I'm guessing, well, obviously, uh, other shit faces the dragon. Blint. I had to actively think about the name. That's how not did, how good. How did you work out that he was a dragon? Because I choked on all the foreshadowing that was being shoved <laughs> down my throat. Yeah. Um, he's wearing Never trust it. a dry. He never, oh, that was, yep. I did have that written down. Yeah. Never, you should never trust a dry. No, never mind. Yeah, what, what other also, word begins the D-R-A yeah. that it could have been? A drug addict. Never trust <laughs> a drug addict. Um, but then also he's wearing a dragon hat when he mm-hmm. goes out to the snowball fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god. Yep. Ugh. It's it's foreshadowing for people who are new to foreshadowing. <laughs> it's training wheel foreshadowing. But at the same time, it's enjoyable for people like me and Starla mm-hmm. because there's foreshadowing that we miss. Mm-hmm. And then when we go through it a second time, there are certain things that we're like, oh my God, how did we miss that? Yeah. Um, like you just talking, just saying like, she sounds like she doesn't exist before six months ago. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, she isn't. No. Oh, good. Not really. Good. Like if you get to court, you, you. If. <laughs> if I get to court. You're when very... you get to court. Nope. If I get to court. <laughs> I might, I might, I don't know. I don't know how long this will last. <laughs> it was one of those things that, oh, this, my wife likes this thing. I'll, um. I'll get involved Well, in they that. have been, um, what's the word? Accepted for movie rights. Um, somebody's bought the movie rights. So obviously it doesn't necessarily mean that they will create a movie, but yeah. Paramount owned the rights. Oh, Paramount. Yes. <sighs> so we could end up with a, at least a six part series. Not a movie. 
A series. Movies. Six part series. Movies. Yeah, so I don't think Paramount do TV series. Do they? Paramount do. Yeah. Um, so we've, we've got. British talking about Paramount. <laughs> we've got. All we know that Paramount watch South Park, and now I have to have Paramount to watch South Park. <laughs> so we've got Crave, <laughs> Crush, Covet, Court, Charm, Clutch. and Cherish. And Clutch. So there's definitely six parts, and obviously we don't know what's going to end up being Cherish, so uh-huh. it might actually be seven. We don't know. Okay. Do you want to hear my guesses? Mm hmm. I want to hear, hear your theories. <clears throat> Lay them out. Now, obviously, I know that she becomes a gargoyle. She, she develops the power of rock. Yes. Yeah. Like, and which was just weird to read. Yeah. I can remember reading it and going, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause you t- you said it out loud. I think I was on the Xbox and you were sat next to me and you're going, A fucking gargoyle? <laughs> What's yeah. she going to do? Statue them to death? Yeah. I remember she, you saying that. She actually goes into a little bit of humour in, in Crush. Um, where she she's can like, channel water down a building. Yeah. She, she knows that being a gargoyle to any human sounds really pathetic. It's lame. It re- yeah, it's really Especially lame. Especially when the other options are dragon, yeah. which I'm assuming. I'm assuming there's a vampire. Yep. And I'm guessing a werewolf. Uh, just because they're the, you know, they're the cliches. Yes. Um, let me say there's probably more. Because. Uh, Can you guess what, what Macy is? A mermaid. <laughs> okay, you laugh. That's not And I'm real. just like wondering like, how, where did you get that from? Macy is... In the middle of Alaska. Macy is a swarm of pixies. Swarm of pixies. Yeah, she's not a single pixie. She is a f- like an, a formation of pixies. Okay. Um, she is the pixie queen. Okay. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, because she likes pink. She does. There you go. She does love pink. I'm glad I've taught you. Yeah. I've taught you about it. But, <laughs> uh, give me another character. Uh, there's not many other characters I've met. Finn. Uncle Finn. Mm-hmm. Um, Uncle Finn is... The daddy of the swarm of pixies. Um, yeah, yeah, he, um, he is a merman. A merman. He is a merman, yeah. Uh, and they work together because the pixies take control of land and the merman take control of the ocean. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Alaska is snow. Uh-huh. And what is that? Water. And land. Water and land. There we go. Wow. I know. Blown your mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I don't know how. I I guess my theory is that you infect the new girl. Like that she said, um, Macy said that uh, there was another school from fifth grade. No, I don't know what fifth grade is. So they were all in another school, and then they moved to here, mm-hmm. and now there's a big click. So now I'm wondering, is this all the same year? Is this everybody? Everyone the stayed year? the same school and classes. I'm gonna guess that some of them are older than their actual age. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yes. Oh, we've got some 200-year-olds probably. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Everybody loves the 200-year-old vampire that likes to sleep with the 16-year-old girl. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's... Um, it's, a, it's a crowd favourite, yeah, that one. It is. Um, it's one of the things that just keeps happening. As a 16-year-old girl, do you aspire for that? It's also never the, the other way around. Uh, uh, no, it's not. No. You'll never find the 200-year-old woman... No, that's hot though. Going to sixteen-year-old boy. Yeah, as a sixteen-year-old boy, I, I could get, on, I can get on board yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, as sixteen-year-old girls, we can definitely get on board with a two hundred-year-old man, oh. especially if he looks exactly the same age as us. Yeah. No. Yeah. No? no, no, not for you. <laughs> Don't know. It's a bit outplayed. <laughs> it's a bit outplayed. So you you've got that sort of theory. Have you got any others that you uh, you want to lay out? Other theories. I know it gets better. <laughs> that's a theory. <laughs> Okay. Um, what what do you what do you see happening in in the rest of the book? What's the story arc of the first book? The first book. First book. I mean, you could do all four books if you want. 
there doesn't seem to be a story. No. There seems to be, at the stage that I am, a girl learning how to live. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm hung- my belly is making a rumbling sound and I don't know why. And they're like, you're hungry, you're hungry, Grace. And then she it goes, must oh. must be the altitude sickness. must be the altitude sickness. It's, it's the altitude sickness, It's the altitude guys. sickness. That's why you're, you're hungry. Always. Or maybe she's because she's living on a diet of peanut butter and crackers. And Pop-Tarts. And Pop-Tarts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's not healthy. No. What's wrong with these this this cook? Yeah. And she's drinking a lot of, I think it's Dr. Pepper. Is it Dr. That's Pepper? her drink, yeah. The cherry one. That's, that's her drink. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't seem to be drinking a lot of water. Do I talk about the tea lady? Tea lady. The tea lady. The tea lady. My theory about the tea mm-hmm. is I think it they're testing something okay. in her. Okay. Because my theory is you need to be able to infect this girl mm-hmm. with infecting juice from being, <laughs> <laughs> from being a vampire okay. or a werewolf or a merman or a pixie. Uh-huh. And you've got to test them. You've got to test the waters to see what they can kind do. Kind of like making a demon drink holy water. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Did maybe. Have a reaction. Maybe they don't know what she is yet. See, I didn't think about this. I thought, oh, she's a blank slate. We want to do dibs on her. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I think the dragon boy wants to get with her and the vampire. But in guy. fact, it's scientific experiments to work out what her faction is. I think Tea Lady is a vampire as well. Okay. Um, because she wasn't wearing stuff outside with mm-hmm. Jackson. Mm hmm. And they're testing to see if vampireness can work with her. <laughs> yeah. Vampireness. Vampireness. Okay. Vam- your vampireness. Okay. Vampirity. Vam- vampirarity. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think the tea was. But then, then she felt funny. I don't know. I yeah. I don't know. She's. She did feel funny. It was the altitude sickness. It was the altitude sickness. It was the. I'm just going to keep repeating. It was the altitude sickness. It was the altitude sickness. Yeah. So you keep saying that, and I think there's more to the attitude sickness than there maybe is. It's the foreshadowing. It's the constant, like, you must drink water. It's mm. the altitude sickness. Mm. It's like, how many times do you need to keep reminding her? She that? needs to eat some vegetables, what she <laughs> needs. I'm sure that'll help. Yeah. 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 A Pop-Tart is not a major food group. It's not. No. It's not. Um, so I did a few polls oh, in okay. the Instagram. Okay. Where are we at the moment? We're about 35 minutes nearly. Yeah, so we Once are. we've got the do 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 plump and then the like sound plump. of crunch and then the plump and then the sound of crunching, like uh, eating food. It's not crunching. Is it not? It's I the thought... dragon flying. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I I I was <laughs> dragon flying. I thought it was this well, I originally thought it was the sound of footsteps on snow. Oh. Is it not? No, it's the dragon's wings. Oh, and then I thought it was somebody eating like a crunchy bar. <laughs> like homp. <laughs> <chomp. laughs> Right. That should be your poll. You need to ask people, <laughs> what the hell did you think this was? Well. Okay, go on. What are these okay. polls? What, what are the questions? So, the first... Where can people find these polls? The polls um, can be found on our Instagram, Crave Series Aesthetic. Yep. Um, we do Wingo Wednesdays every now and then. We are going to be looking for, hopefully, somebody that is a listener that would be liking to help us come up with the Wingo Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. We've done uh, over 60 now. Where's a Wingo Wednesday? Wingo Wednesday is um, is something that happens in Crush, and it's just a stupid little Wednesday. Like okay. it's kind of like Quiz Wednesday, Bingo Wednesday, okay. Wingo Wednesday. Okay. Um. And so we come up with quizzes. We come up with like polls mm-hmm. and like guessing games, matching pairs, that sort of thing. Okay. But we're running out of ideas. Okay. 
um, we are sapping our inspiration dry. Okay. So if anybody actually wants to help us with the Wingo Wednesdays. And they can get hold of you via. Get, get hold, hold of us via the Instagram. Yep. Message us on Crow Series Aesthetic. Um, and we would love your help. So that's, that's on Wednesdays. You've got polls on Monday or Tuesday? Polls, polls are on uh, a Monday or a Tuesday. And you can tell that they're happening because we are literally recording then and there. Yeah. The polls are ready to be read out at the end of the episode, essentially. Okay. Okay. Um, so these are the polls. The first on one. Me. First one is, do you consider audiobooks as reading? I would like to, before I even see the results here, I would like to argue yes. Like mm-hmm. if I was to tell somebody, I, I, I would say to somebody, I'm, I am reading Crave at the moment. Yes. Because I'm listening to the audiobook. Mm-hmm. But I feel that's quite a purist way. I think the people who read the books go, no, you can't. That doesn't count. You're not putting in the time. You are. You're, in fact, you're putting in more time. Am I? I can read faster than having someone read to me. Do you know what would be really nice? If I could listen to two audiobooks at the same time. Oh, you probably oh, could. No, I don't think I could. <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm pretty good at being able to listen and talk at the same time. Like, if somebody tells me something, I can repeat it back to them, like, five seconds later. Mm-hmm. It's like a, like a cached memory. What's your favourite that you've ever read, listened to? Thank you. My, fa- my favourite audiobook. Mm-hmm. Um, for the overall story, it's so... I mean, it's so cliche, but I've really enjoyed the Harry Potter books. Mm-hmm. Like the the Harry Potter books actually sort of made me tear up a little bit at the end because it's such a long journey to go through. Yeah, there are some audio books I I like the first book and then it kind of pitters away. Hunger Games falls under that. Ender's Game. Ender's Game is one of the best books I've ever read, but the series is a drag. <laughs> Once it starts getting a bit political, when it gets to the sections about um, him traveling on his own to the different planets, yeah, but also the bits about his brother and sister. It's like the Hermione and stuff. I was like, I can't. I like, get me back to the battle camp. Um, I also really liked Gone. Um, yes, the Gone I, series. That was, I recommended that. You too. recommended that, and the first book was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then the second book it's also pretty good. Yeah, and then it's Michael the Grant just away. kept adding books. It just hit us away. Yeah. I don't think I finished it. I think they were still making it as I was going. He, this, I think he still is. Yeah, I was really. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a good series if you're sort of a young adult enjoyer. Yes. Um, it's about um everybody you, over the age of fourteen disappearing. Yes. Yes. yes, everybody over the age of 14 it's, uh, it's very, um, oh, what's it called? I don't know. Uh, Lord of the Flies? Lord of the Flies, yeah, yeah. It's very kids of, take over. It's very Lord yeah. of the Flies. Um, <laughs> and a bit like Hunger Games where it's like all about survival. Yeah, it's hu- in a I, dome. If you want to, if you want, yeah, with a dome, exactly. So let's say Hunger Games, Lord of the Flies, and X Men. Yes. Just throw that all in there. Yes. Um, um, very I, good. I really enjoyed Gone. It was. To the point where they were introducing so many new characters that I couldn't keep up with who could do what. Mm-hmm. Kind of like when you might jump into X-Men first class without have listened or watched any of the other ones before. And you're like, who are these people? Yeah. I don't know who these people are. And then you realize that they are really important. Yeah. Other, um, other books. Uh, the Martian. I really enjoyed the book. I think that's a lot better than the movie. Uh, and uh, Ready Player One. Ready Player One is an amazing book. Um, you didn't enjoy the second one again? No, I did not enjoy Ready Player Two. Because <laughs> they're not likeable characters at that point. I got a few, I think I got a couple of hours in, and I was like, yeah. no, this isn't for me. I've, I've even pushed some of my favourite books. Like, my favourite book, Aragon, you absolutely hated. I didn't finish it, though. You just keep complaining about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to, but they very much force it down your throat of like, here's a thing you don't know. Here's a word I'm going to keep using, and you don't know what it is. 
it's a big learning curve on that one. But I assume once you sort of learn the um, learn the the lingo, the lingo, the lingo. Yep. So what would you what would you guess? Oh. So the the results are results yes, of get? course, and no reading is very different. We have a hundred and forty six votes. One hundred and forty six votes. Wow. What would you say? The I didn't know people listen to this podcast. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I don't think even a, a tenth of our listeners have okay. answered it. <clears throat> I would say you've got quite a young audience. Yes. I'm going to say yes. I think they do think audio, reading an audiobook counts. The results Go on. are 48% yes, of course, 52% no, reading is very wow. different. Wow, that's very close though. It's very close. I think it depends on what you enjoy. I, don't, yeah. I, I would say the 48% there of the enjoying audiobooks listen to audiobooks. I, don't, I can't see much in the Venn diagram. There are some people that genuinely don't have time. Yeah, me? They have to drive, they commute, they listen to the book. Some people do, like, um, they will listen to a chapter on the way to work. Mm-hmm. They will read the book throughout the day at different points. Yep. And then they will listen to the, the rest of it on the on an audiobook on the way back, went home. Yeah. So they're actually using a little bit of both. I just cannot absorb information <laughs> through auditory at all. The reason I would go audiobook for me personally is I struggle to maintain concentration when reading. Mm-hmm. It's the sitting still and just like, oh, it's just too... Okay, so I, I have a question. So when, when, when I'm reading... When you're reading. And there is... I think you're mad at me, by the way. If I come in from work and you're in the living room reading on your Kindle oh, or I something, am. I am. Oh, you mad at me? This is what is going to go into. Oh, I see. Carry on. So when I'm reading, let's air our dirty laundry. I get into the zone where I can almost imagine the world. Mm-hmm. It is actually flowing for me. There is a point where I don't, be, I don't exist anymore. Yeah, I'm within that world. Yeah, and if something comes in that is external that <laughs> isn't part of the reading, mm-hmm. it's like a you've been woken up from a dream. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you have that with audiobooks? Uh, no. So you can just pause it whenever and you know, don't much. have an issue. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I like that, that, that you're listening, or, or sorry, not listening, because God forbid we can do that. Uh, you're reading Crave and, and they're like, get in my back, little spider monkey. And like, <laughs> they just, she jumps on and they're climbing and you're like, I'm climbing. I'm, I'm in these trees with him. Um, oh, Jackson. Jackson. Oh, Finley. I don't know. Finley. Finley. Yeah. Flint. Flint. Yeah. Hudson. Flint. Oh, Hudson. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, hey. And you're hey, like, oh. You didn't do yeah. the washing up. Oh, you're, you're a human. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have anything cool about you. It's an interruption. It's an interruption to something that is a flowing. And as, as much as I know that it's absolutely fine, I can just go back to this in five minutes for whatever I need to do. Mm-hmm. It's getting back to that dream. Oh. Because then you have to like start and you read again and you're like, oh, I can't. Do you want to go read in the car? There's no flow. Do you want to go read in the car? <laughs> go read in my garage. <laughs> just yeah. sit there like, leave me yeah. alone. Oh, okay. Oh, so, well, that's yeah. very interesting. I found that, that very interesting. What other thoughts you got? Uh, so the second poll is, does your partner read or listen to audiobooks? Now, this is you assuming that most of your audience is female, is it? I think that they are. Okay. But also I know that a lot of them are young and might not actually have a partner yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Also, you might be really lucky and get a partner who does like reading. Do you like that I don't read? Or do you, would you I prefer? Don't, I don't have any kind of preference towards it. I feel like if we were to both enjoy reading. Yeah. It would be very quiet in this house. It would be very quiet in this house. Yeah. And if we were to both be reading, we would both be reading separate books. Yeah. And it's kind of like when you're watching a series together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What would we call it if we read the same books? Yeah. Yeah. We, but, won't, we won't do that. 
You don't like my books. I don't. But I do like that you read. Yeah. I like that you read because we get some pretty sexy bookcases downstairs. <laughs> yeah. They're like voice activated lights and yeah. uh, little uh, book nooks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite nice. Anyway, carry on. Um, so, yeah. Uh, does your partner read or listen to audiobooks? Mm-hmm. We've got yes, almost as much as me, occasionally, or no, never. What do you think the most voted for option was? I think reading is a dying art. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no. Yeah. 76 votes. So 66% of people said no, that's never. Not a lot of, that's not a lot of interest. First one had, what, 146? That was 77? The, the first question had 146. This has 110. Oh, okay. 110 people have... Have voted ah, across the three. Okay. So there's 66% of people said no, never. Uh-huh. And then 28% of people said occasionally. Yeah. And then 6% said yes, almost 6%. as much as me. 6% have partners who read just as much as them. So if you read, if you read books or enjoy audiobooks, you are a rare breed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think it's a very feminine hobby. I don't know if that's true. I don't think that it is as socially acceptable for a man to have bookcases full of books that are like fiction if they maybe do maybe fiction yeah they're reading <laughs> yeah like war and peace and like literature that is not just their hobby then it becomes yeah. their job and yeah. they're a book editor and things like that yeah okay um so the next poll is would your partners read crave <laughs> i'm gonna say, well, give me the options we've got yes yeah I'm sure they would if I asked them to. Yeah. And no, definitely not their cup of tea. I'm going to say no, definitely not their cup of tea. 47% of people said no, definitely not their cup of tea. Yeah. 30% said I'm sure they would if I asked them to. Okay. 23% said yes. Really? Yep. Ah. Oh. So we've, we've got some people there that are... Uh, they're, they're reading Crow together. They're reading Crow like together. Us. It's adorable. Like us. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> and then the final poll is... How much does your partner act like the main characters? I didn't know in you put this one up. Books? I didn't know you put this one up. <laughs> How much do I act like a main character in a fantasy book? Well, the protagonist. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't say. Do I know do. how to make a snowball? Do you, I, do you know? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we've been married for a couple of years. We've been um, a snowball fight. We've been together since what? 2014. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen you make a snowball. No. So let's say no. He said exactly the same, by the way, guys, about me riding a bike. He what? thought that I couldn't ride a bike because he'd never seen me ride a bike and swim. I don't think I've seen you swim. He's <laughs> like, so therefore you cannot swim. <laughs> like, hey, I can. I just choose not to. That's quite bad, isn't it? That we've been together like eight years. We've never had a snowball fight. And we've never gone for a tandem be, bike ride. To be fair. <laughs> we need to go on a tandem bike ride with a wicker basket. We need to go on a triathlon. Snowball fight followed by a bicycle ride followed by a swim. Okay. All right. We'll put that in next week. You don't want to follow. You don't want to have a swim followed by a snowball fight because... I think we should combine it. Like just I think we should go swimming on a ice. bike. <laughs> Throwing snowballs. Pedalo. Pedalo. Yeah, pedalo is a great idea. We'll put that with a swan. I'll put that with a swan. A swan with a little Santa hat. Yeah. Nice little winter. That's a great idea. Winter pedalo. Oh, I'm glad we've had this moment. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry. Question. How much How much does your partner act like the main character in a fantasy book? Is that just generic? Just generic. I'm the protagonist. I'm, I'm so important. I'm so angsty. Uh, you? Never. No. 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 No, I'm going to say quite a bit, though. I think yeah. if you consume it quite a lot, and like you said, it's like a dream where yeah. you're part of that. When you say it's a dream, d- does do you make it like your grace? 
No. Or are you just like... I am very much a spectator. You're Bill. I'm the video camera. <laughs> you're Bill. You stand Bill. in the... Yeah, you're Bill. You stand next to the lockers and you're watching Grace. Yeah. And then, like... I'm, I'm the, the janitor. janitor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Filch. Yeah. No, I'm very much like, a, like almost like a video camera. Like, I'm following the crew around. Okay. Um, uh, I still like in my head go, that's a stupid idea. Mm -hmm. Why are you doing that? Yeah. Um, I feel like if I was putting myself in the shoes of the protagonist, Mm -hmm. I would not be doing half of the things that she was doing. I would be like, this is a stupid idea. This is dumb. Yeah. So to be like almost like a camera crew following them around is an easier way for my brain to process what she's doing. I do think that as an author, you can't have a character like that. If you had a character that was like... Nothing would happen. That, yeah, it'd be really boring. Nothing would happen. It'd be real life. Like, no if, if it was me, if it was me, and I turned up to Alaska mm-hmm. at this boarding school, and this guy ca- approached me mm-hmm. and forced me up against a chessboard <laughs> and was really rude to me. <laughs> he had a huge scar on his cheek. Yeah. It doesn't matter how attractive he would be. Mm-hmm. I would be like, I'm going to get the fuck out. I don't want to be here anymore. And Macy at that point hadn't made enough of an impact on Grace for her to even have that loyalty to Macy to stay. Yeah. So I, I would have just left. Yeah. Even if I knew that I had nowhere else to go, you still had Heather. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Heather's going to die. Like, not die, but die <laughs> off. Yeah. She seems like such a non-character at this yeah, point. Yeah, we don't actually really meet her. It's all we're just <laughs> like video trying to... Because we're still, she's so far away. She just gets... She just texts. We had a theory. And she's like, any hot guys or girls? Yeah, so Lol. she's bi. And she's she's she t- bi. Okay. I thought that it was an, uh, a sort of reference to the fact that Grace might have been bi. I, but I, it wasn't. It I don't was even Heather, think about Heather's, it. Heather is. I haven't even thought about that. But then she takes a picture of... Uh, then Grace takes a picture of Macy and says something or other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, me, me and Starla had this theory for a very long time that Heather was secretly paranormal or disappeared for a bit and got captured and turned into a paranormal and then but we then we couldn't think of what she could be so she turned into a were crab yeah and that's just been a were crab the running joke is heather were crab heather were crab i mean maybe i I wouldn't put anything past it i'm like she lives in san diego (laughs) there's not very many paranormals that are running around that wouldn't be able to turn her into something okay like there's not gonna be like abominable (laughs) snowmen jesus there's gonna be were crabs yeah Oh. Yeah. That, okay. that wasn't... Yeah. It's a running joke. You had to be there. <laughs> I, apparently, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, in terms of acting like a main character... Uh, that was the original question. We've gone on such a tangent. I do apologise. I want to apologise we like, to all of your listeners. <laughs> we'll keep it to half an hour, guys. Yeah. We'll keep it to half an hour, 51 minutes later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you're, talk- you're talking about a book you couldn't give a shit about. I really couldn't. <laughs> I wish I was listening to something else today. But... But... I think that's part of it, though, isn't it? At least we haven't had a moment of silence. We haven't. There wasn't a, like, ah, uh, what are we <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, I like you. Thanks. I, I think we get on. We're, we're kind of we're close. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I, I've just had, you know, you know, I like you and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so, in terms of being main character. Yes. In fantasy novels, mm-hmm. men are very written differently to what you are. <laughs> I've never had a relationship like <laughs> the supernatural fantasy because obviously I've never been in a relationship with a vampire. Is this going to be a compliment or an insult? But there are th- there are certain things that they write into fiction, especially erotica and like smut, what I call smut. Okay. 
that when you're reading it, it's really sexy. Okay. But if a man did it to you in real life, it would be the cringiest thing ever. Well, no, it would. I look at this stuff and go, you don't treat women like that. I'm not pinning no one up against a chessboard. But women love to read that because they're like, oh, if I We don't even own a chessboard. No, we do. (laughs) We do. It's a... Oh, oh. So I told you this was going to be scuffed. I'm very, I apologize of sounds. <laughs> There's an echo as well. There's a train going by. I'm looking There's at coffee the, cups top the, tipping down. There's waveforms all over the place. I really do apologize. This is going to be scuffed, but we will go back to regular programming next week. <laughs> so anyway, so there are certain things that men do in, in fantasy novels okay. that help grab the girl. Okay. And it, one of them is growling. Growling. Yeah, so whenever, um, meow. 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 So, um, whenever Hudson feels like Grace is being propositioned by somebody other than him, mm-hmm. he does this protective growl, like a predatory growl and stuff. Oh, I see. Right? Yeah. And it's like, if somebody did that to me, I'd be like, are you okay? I, I mean, it's, I think it's more prominent now than when we were at school, but there's the kids that growl and meow and stuff. Yeah, it's a little bit Tourette'sy. It's a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. I remember um, when we were in school, that were there were people that would like roar like a dinosaur. Yeah, but then what's that? That's when you child. I mean, when when I was oh, a I'm child, saying like fifteen, it, sixteen. Oh no, when I, when I was at primary school, <coughs> I definitely pretended that was a leopard. I'm gonna I, I, maybe I'm gonna use <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna use this platform to make the world slightly better. If you're the kind of person that growls or meows, don't don't do that. If you can control it. Yeah, yeah, we have a friend with Tourette's that sometimes. He meows yes. at people when he walks around the, the supermarket. Yeah, he and he's does. surprised. He's like, meow. Yeah. Quack. Yeah. <laughs> it, it makes. But fun, yeah, if you can sense. control it, there are certain things that yeah. are just a bit odd. Don't don't act like an anime character. No. Don't do that. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the um. <laughs> the growls. The growling, the growling. The growls. So you don't want me to growl at you? You're pausing. I'm pausing. You're pausing. I'm, because I've never been growled at, so I can't really say that it's something... I'm going to shock you with a growl. A shock me with a growl. I'm going to shock you with a growl. Um, I think I'll that... I'll wake you up with one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's that fine line mm-hmm. between feeling threatened, mm-hmm. but also knowing that you're the one that's safe from them. That everyone else in the world is at risk because you are so dangerous, uh-huh. but I'm the one that's safe because you love me. I mean, you are. Uh, the world is dangerous. I'm, uh, you couldn't do shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Hit him with a socket wrench? Uh, a socket wrench? Yeah. Yes, I'm going to hit them with a socket wrench. Yep. What other tools would I use? Um, a monkey wrench. A mo- a mo- <laughs> That's an American thing. We don't call it a monkey wrench. So crowbar. It- yeah. Uh, yeah. Not a pry bar. No. Crowbar. Different sizes. Yeah. Okay. There's a difference between so you. You got like a uh, blackbird, crow, <laughs> raven, pry. <laughs> well there are different sizes you can get a nail bar you can nail get a pro bar. bar pry bar yeah there are different things okay. yeah yeah anyway, um, anyway but yeah Hacksaw. you know I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mad person I'm mm-hmm. crazy I'm crazy I've never seen you angry enough yeah you know. have I've never seen you angry enough to hurt someone you've seen me angry no taxi that that was fake angry. That's not fake angry. That, that was a you've taken my money and we were in, we were in, we were in COVID. I was going to go down to their sh- their place, but <laughs> because <laughs> of COVID, because of COVID, uh, they were working from home and I didn't know where they lived. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to be that guy. No, I'm not going to be that guy. No. You don't have to be. No, I've already got you. You can't nail to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I lock the door when I leave. You're not allowed to go. Oh, yeah, I've changed the locks. I haven't let you know. 
But yeah, there there are certain things that like when you're reading in um in fantasy novels that there's very strange things that men do that in a way you're like, oh, I wish my man does that. And okay, so like, other, no. than, other than growling and pushing up against chessboards, what else can I do? Or are um, your other male listeners? What, other, what can they do? Um, put yourself in front of me. Like whenever there's a threat, just, just, just all like the time. straight like shove me behind just you. Just all the time. You've boiled the kettle yeah, and you're about to make yourself a drink. I'm like, no, my, my drink. My drink. <clears throat> um, and there is a very strange thing that they say very, very early on in any, any novel where there is a supernatural man, mm-hmm. he says, you're mine. And it's like a, like, I can't, you're mine. You're like a possession. Mm. And it's never like a, I'm yours. It's always you're mine. Like, okay. I belong to you, okay. and there's no other way of me going around it. It's not that you are equally as mine. It is, <laughs> I am yours, and I have to just just stay there. Okay. And if I wanted somewhere else, if I wanted to leave, if I was in love with someone else, yeah. it would be just an issue because, like, well, no, because you're mine. Yeah. That is so unhealthy. <laughs> it's not great, and it's uh, it doesn't doesn't do well for the female mind no and it's never it's never the woman that says it first it's never the woman that says you're mine it's always the man and then the woman just goes oh okay i can't reach these expectations there's <laughs> i think your books that you read are portraying men in a way that i can't achieve yeah yeah but yeah there is um there's a tiktok i can't remember what the tiktok channel is but okay. she gets her husband to enact certain things that are in fantasy novels like like it's like tropes okay and um, one of them is like a eyebrow furrow, just like a really just okay. Like okay. proper using your eyebrows. This is great getting, for a podcast. Uh, I can getting, see getting, you with your eyebrows. But getting fire. really angry, and there's just a point where she's like, 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 like this, and then she's showing in the mirror, and she's doing it herself, and she went, "Oh, actually, yeah, I don't need you anymore." <laughs> and just walks off. Yeah. And, but I'm like, yeah, but you actually look like insane. Yeah. There yeah. are certain things that reading is great. In real life. Okay. No, don't do it. Okay. Well, I will be, I will be furrowing my brow and growling at you and... Just look angry. Moving you out just of the be, way. Just be a bit angry, you know? Just be a bit angry. You don't want to be a bit angry. Just be a bit angry. You want to feel safe at home. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I do. I think that's also part of it, is that if I did do any of that, or another gentleman, to a, to a, the correct woman, not, mm. not any gentleman to you, please. Please. There is another thing where they find their perfect mate, and that's it. In this book? Yeah. That's it. That, like they, they find each other's mate, and then that's it. And it is uh, a case where they sort of, you know, how you've described com- couples before, where one of them is a twenty percent. Yeah, yeah. So and the other is an eighty. So quickly, that theory is that um, I think a relationship works if the couple work out to be a hundred, and that's. It's like a score. It's like a score of a hundred. Um, we have a friend who the female of the relationship is very loud and very like takes control of stuff. Vivacious. But, yes, but whereas the man is very sort of quiet and he withdrawn. He's quite withdrawn. So I would describe that as like a seventy-five twenty-five, where mm-hmm. he's the twenty-five, she's the seventy-five, and you need those people. You can't have two seventy-fives together because they just like. Yeah, meh, 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 meh. And you also can't They're have trying two. To, trying to take control. Yeah, and you can't have two twenty-fives because then nothing ever gets done. <laughs> like you need yeah. the two, and you don't know what you are. Nope. But what would you say we are? Um, I think it depends on the scenario. Okay. Um, but I, w- I would say that, like, you're about an 80 and I'm about a 20. You go that high? Yeah. I wouldn't say that much. I'm very meek. You are quite quiet. Yeah. You are But quite at the quiet. same time, like, a situation like this, where I know what I'm doing. 
Yeah. I feel a lot more confident yeah. because I am now, what is oh, it, 20, is it 28, 28 weeks now into this where I know what I'm doing? Yeah. Um, At 29, actually, because you missed last week. 29 weeks into yeah. this and like, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm talking about. So therefore I feel a bit more confident when I was at Crufts. There wasn't ever a moment where I felt overwhelmed and didn't know what to say. In, and yeah, I you're was, in your comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, the moment that somebody pushes, pushes me into a scenario where I don't know what I'm doing, yeah. I immediately feel like I've, I'm on the wrong foot and I don't know what to do. Okay. Um, and I think that comfort zones are things that I have to really, slowly get into mm-hmm. but once i'm in them i'm fine it takes me a lot to get into them you're the person that actually goes this comfort zone needs to actually happen like i didn't want to do today no no because um, i was like oh i don't want to be i don't want to be the dominant ever oh because you're gonna have to host i yeah exactly i can't come ever, in. ever ever i can't be come in and be like hi guys welcome to episode 28 <laughs> and they're like who the hell is this guy <laughs> yeah yeah now you have to take the lead. Yes. Yeah. You've done a good job. Thank you very You've much. Done a good job. Yeah. We probably should wrap it up though. We have just gone over the hour mark. Yes. Yeah. So next week we should go back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, it is all dependent on whether Starlet is up for recording again. Mm-hmm. Um, last week was a little bit of a, a blip because Starla was very, very sick. And then I went to Crufts on the day that was going to be our like backup date for yeah. being able to report. Yeah. I came back on Monday and she thought that. I was going to be dead and unsociable because yeah. I had been crofted. Cro- apparently, croft is a verb now. Okay. I had crofted. And what is croft? Croft is a. Crofts is the world's biggest dog show. And in the it, UK. In the, yeah. No. In the world. The world's biggest dog show in the UK. It's hosted sounds, in the UK. It's hosted in the UK. Um, over 160,000 people went. Um, and I was there for all four days with yeah. my dog Pixel. Um, so I came back and my throat was very hoarse. I had no voice, but at the same time, having 12 hours of sleep really bumped me back up to normal. And, uh, yeah, she thought that I was going to be just too antisocial to be able to record yesterday. Um, I wasn't. I was just waiting for her to reply back to me and then it just, if it didn't, and then it it didn't, didn't happen. happen. And, then she, and then today yeah. is not good for her. <clears throat> so we should return back to normal. Yeah. Um, we're also hoping to have a few episodes recorded in lieu so that this doesn't happen it, this again. doesn't happen again. Cause we never want to leave you guys without, yeah. which is why Mr. Amber Marie said right. that he wanted to do this episode for you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, because so, you were going to go a second week without, and I, and, you know, they, you got like dedicated listeners. We, got, we don't want to leave you hanging. Yeah. Um, so we will be back with our Wingo Wednesdays tomorrow. I will come up with an idea for what we can do. Yeah. Um, and then the ASMR happens on Sunday or Friday. I know that Starla has like worked out a new schedule. She's just sorted that out. Uh, She's sorted it out. It has been scheduled already. Um, and then we will be back on Wednesday again for our normal podcast. Um, and those will actually be the chapters that we have now read for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. It's um, been a bit of a special. A special. Yes. So anybody binging the podcast, they get to this weird one. And they're like, what the hell is this going yeah. on? Um, if it goes well, we might do some more specials. Yeah. Because we can always record them once I start to read a little bit more and then just have them in the pipeline. Yeah. If this happens again, you're just like, oh, we'll have another. Yeah. I could force you to read number. the sex scene. Is there a sex scene? There is a sex scene. Which book are we on? This is in... Clutch. Covet. Covet. In Covet, okay. there is a sex scene, but it's very much a fade to black. It's really disappointing. Oh, yeah. Do you want to fill it in? 
You could fill I, it I in. I could fill it in. Fill it in. We will make it uh, Crave the Podcast After Dark. Yes. Yeah. Because um, like, I, I think it's one of those scenes where you're like, was that a blowjob? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Or was that sex? I'm not really sure. Oh, maybe they leave it open to the like, imagination. Like, what else does a woman do when her head is down there and she's undoing her belt? You're, she's undoing your belt. There's a blowjob, right? No idea. Never, but it never fades to blank. Shut Never up. Never heard of it. But it fades to blank. And then I'm like, wait, what? What was that? Mm. So, yeah. I'll make you read the sex scene and, and let you know. Because have you ever read do you Smart? Want that? I tell you, have I ever read Smart? Read Smart. Uh, yeah, I think I have. Okay. Tell you what, would you like me to do it for the ASMR? <laughs> I'll read it out. And... Yes. That would be a very strange episode. Yeah. Not safe for work. Not safe for work. Dragon court sex scene. Grace bent down. <laughs> Began to undo. Oh no, Jackson's she's like, bite belt. me, Hudson, bite me, just do it. Oh, do they, it. Hold on, hold on. So Hudson's in real life? Yeah. What? Yeah. When does this happen? She does some weird witchy woo with like four sort of token objects and. This is one of those things that really gropes me. Yeah. It is always the full moon is tomorrow. You must do the spell by tomorrow. And yeah. like, why is it always tomorrow? Why is it never? Oh shit, we missed it. It was last week. Okay. It's always <laughs> about to happen. Yeah. Oh crap. Twenty-two days. We got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. So we won't do that. I, I yeah I do worry though that this podcast kind of devolved into just us talking about our marriage. There's a little bit in there that's like maybe not great to listen to. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, all of it. <laughs> all of it is all terrible. We apologise. Yeah, I mean, me and Stella talk about <clears throat> our, our marriage all the time. Yours and Stella's marriage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You do have a marriage. Really. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd lose you if we ever moved to America. Yeah, yeah. I'd never see you. We, we have joked about maybe buying a convent and then a convent. Yeah, just like living there together. Did you do? Yeah. For me and her husband. You be you be sister husbands. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll give you little bonnets. Good. I, I can make muffins. I'll make great muffins. Okay. Well, I, this might be the last time we'll anyone... You'll give you a rota for when you're allowed to come and see us. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. And oh. you've got to make sure that you grow out your hair, but it, it, you have to never, ever let anybody see your hair. Okay. So you, we just have to go on the faith that you've grown your hair and that hair is super lush and beautiful. All body hair or just... All body hair. Whoa. Everything. Can I Jason Momoa, like, beat it? Yeah. All my Shaving body is simple. <laughs> we're we're getting off topic. Um, so yeah, I wanna uh, go on. Did you wanna? So yeah. Wanna um, so look out for our mm-hmm. SMR this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, those are hosted on our Crave the Podcast, Crave the Book YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Make sure you um, subscribe. Make sure you subscribe make and sure like. You ring that bell and uh, put press the bell icon for notifications. Um, and also make some suggestions as to which ASMRs you'll be interested in listening to. Um, we do have issues of, we have great ideas. It's just what footage do we use for them? Because it's a very fantasy world and there's nothing that exists that could be similar. Yeah. Um, the last one that was uploaded was either a movie night in Macy's room or the taffy scene from the court, um, trials which are really, really fun to listen to. Um, so go and have a listen She does to a those. very good job on those. She does. Um, so have a, have a listen to those. I know she's got two lined up already, ready for the next couple of weeks. And we will be back to our normal scheduled podcast next Wednesday. Well, my love, thank you for having me on. Uh, it's You're been a joy. Man. I hope that people didn't turn off after five seconds. <laughs> like, go, this the, is a man. Who the I hell is this? I don't like the man. Yeah. Well, um, so. Your voice is very soothing. I hope, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. 
I've been nervous. There's lots of. There has been, I've been nervous. There's lots Aww. of ums. I know that. I know there's been so many ums. It's because, natural. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on your stomping ground here. Yeah. 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 This is not my normal. No, you're pissing up my fire hydrant. I'm pissing up your fire hydrant. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so anyway. But normally you record in my office, and which is where we are. We now need to introduce Scott to the bye-bye. I know it because I can hear it from downstairs. Yeah. So you ready? Okay, coming in. Three, two, one. Bye-bye! Bye-bye!